Are you trying? I mean, you usually do, so. I know. It's really weird doing the whole, like, doing it in real life. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, um, once again, thank you all so much for coming. It's amazing to obviously have you guys here in the W Hotel. And obviously, I just want to start by saying thanks to Millie for hooking us up here. And Millie does so much work for this podcast, more oh. than I do, so she deserves the credit. No, you, but you do. So I, always, I always feel really bad, but honestly, you uh, do such a great job. So thanks, big, massive babe. thanks to start for Millie. So that's amazing. Oh. Perfect, so Cyrus. So, um, yeah. yeah, thank you. So, um, hello and welcome to Keeping a Candid Live, our actual real life podcast. <laughs> it is so weird. It is really weird, but it's really, really nice. to show you a photo of her dog oh, because it is the most incredible thing you've yeah, ever Yeah, it's very cute. He has Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him out. So yeah, and um, the week in general has been, it's been pretty good. I've just been enjoying the weather. Like, it's, it's everyone goes mental for it, especially in London, the first week that you get decent weather. Everyone goes crazy for it. It's like you see men like running around the park with the tops off and it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the man though, surely. Yeah, to be honest, like, you know, it's a, I don't yeah, like all the big guns. No, like yeah. the really like, old hairy men that think they've still got it and they're like, maybe not that so much. You put your top back on. Yeah. I appreciate the confidence, I just don't appreciate the vision, but yeah. How was your week? Um, how was my week? That's a very good question. <laughs> oh, I went to the marathon yesterday, so that was amazing. Did anyone yeah. else go? Yeah. Did yeah. anyone run it? Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, my cousin. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Good, that makes it so much better. No, no, no. Had anyone would like, run it, I would have been, yeah. Yeah, I think the marathon... I want to run it. Yeah, it's, would you ever do it? Yeah, I want to do it next yeah. year. I think you should. I think, I, honestly, for me, I'm not I'm not very fit in terms of running and stamina. I think that Miss marathon three TP is, sessions a week? Yeah, I know, but it's different. Doing a bit of weights and a bit of hit training. Very different to doing... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, yes. Interesting, interesting. That's so cool. Albus. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you think, I don't know, I don't know if they'd pass that. Oh no, of course they're not going to pass. I don't think, I just don't think. It would be great, imagine. Kanye being the first. Oh my god. Imagine. That's like, that'd be insane. It's like, you know, one year Donald Trump, another year Kanye. Kanye is the fifth in line to the throne. Fifth in line to the throne, actually. So the baby boy, the new baby boy is fifth in line to the throne. Princess Charlotte, obviously, usually they would go at base in gender. You'd yeah, so then that changed when George was being born. They changed the mm. legislation so that that wasn't a thing. Yeah, so that's not a thing anymore. So the baby girl, Charlotte, Charlotte is... Oh my God, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlotte, Charlotte retains... George, Charlotte, new baby. Yeah, a new baby. <laughs> yeah. She retains like her right to being forced in line to the throne, so... Yeah. Good for her. Poor Harry. Yeah. Poor Harry. I don't think he minds. No, I think he's fine with being chill with your I know. I know. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, Meghan Markle. She's a bit of a babe. Oh my god. Our topic. Our topic. Okay. Have we actually? I know we've told a couple people the topic, but does anyone else? We haven't told many people. Just a couple. I don't think I've told anyone. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't told anybody anything. Um, so yeah, you can tell who talks more out of both of us. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the talk. Not talk so much. <laughs> oh, so God. my friend basically texted me last week saying that she had found this thing on her boyfriend's phone because she'd gone through her boyfriend's phone. Uh, okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> See, that's the interesting thing. Yeah. So who has ever been through their partner's phone? And we won't judge. No. No. Well, well, I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so impressed with the people who haven't. Yeah, I'm really, really, really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm massive, like, I wouldn't, like, I have to come in and say right now, I, I, I wouldn't now because I kind of like, I mean, A, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and B, also, I don't really, I don't know, for me, I also, this is quite cowardly, I, for me, I kind of operate on an ignorance is bliss kind of existence, I kind of think, I don't want to go looking for something in case I find, in case I yeah, find something. Yeah, but you're pretending that you haven't ever done it. Oh, God, no, but I admit, I have, I have done it pretty badly before. But you say this when you're single, and so I think I had that attitude when I was single, and I sort of thought that. Do you know what? I would be this perfect girlfriend. <laughs> it changes. Once you're, like, <laughs> once you're not single anymore, then, with, it definitely changes. With my ex-boyfriend, I didn't, and I never even, even, you know, you know, when their phone's there and it pops up with a message, I would not even look at the screen to see who it was who messaged him. But then I don't know if any, if anything, actually, that was more me having my barriers up and being like, I'm so afraid in case it is a number that I don't recognise or that I don't like a name like you know Cheryl. I don't know. It's the first name that I thought. <laughs> um, Cheryl, Cheryl was an S, not a C. So yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Crow? Is that person? Yeah. She's <laughs> anyway, but I was like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I kind of thought like, I didn't want to look just in case it was something, and it. it I'm it, the opposite. So if Cal gets a text, I'm sort of just a bit like, who are you texting? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, a mate? And I'm like, they want mate? Please, tell me. I love that. <laughs> I'm so eager to no, know like, what he's doing nice. at all times. I think it's quite nice to be able to have that kind of openness in a relationship where you feel that you can just like, ask him. Say well, that. if I didn't ask him, I would start to probably become a little bit crazy because I'm probably a little bit paranoid. Um, well, not paranoid, I don't think. Like, I trust him entirely. But at the same time, I think it's a self-esteem thing, maybe. Whereas, you know, you think you're maybe not good enough, so he might be interested in other people. I don't know. Yeah, why? So, how many times, how, how, with how many boyfriends have you read their messages on their phones? So, I've only had two, like, serious relationships in the past ten years, so mm -hmm. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done that to, I mean, I don't know what we can cast as serious boyfriends here, but out of the... Maybe four or five boyfriends since I was maybe 17. I So in the past like nine years, I have read four out of five of those, their phones. Um, so why not the one who didn't read? Um, one, was a, one was a guy that I, 
I don't know. It's really weird. I feel like actually it sounds really quite sad. I was we started being in a very very casual relationship. It was one of those situationships things, and I pretend to be the cool girl for like months What's and months and months. What's a situationship? Situationship is a relationship where you basically haven't defined the relationship. It's like you're sleeping with a guy. You're acting like you're in a relationship together, but you haven't labelled it. Because you know you don't label things. You're you so good at labeling. Your first story has like, like literally a label for everything. <laughs> you, do. <laughs> you do. I do. I do. But like you know, I I used to not, and this is why I got myself into a situationship, which is an, a label in itself. Does anyone else use that that term here? No. I don't use it if I'm in. I never would say I'm in a situationship with a guy. As a backtrack and retrospectively being like, yeah, it was a situationship. It's one of those like lame kind of terms, but it it's. It's nice to be able to categorise it as something rather than, oh, some guy that I'm sort of seeing but we're not serious. And I mean, we all probably have been in these situations. So uh, we were like that for a really long time. So I felt like it was because he didn't really trust me, I didn't really trust him. I didn't want to look in case I found something weird like I, or something that I read too much into. So for me, it was definitely trying to go down that ignorance as bliss route. And I also do that personally, I don't yeah. think. I think if I had like any sort of inkling, I would be inclined to either talk to the person or yeah. look at their phone. Yeah. And yeah. my ex was looking at their phone, and now with my boyfriend currently, it is talk to him. Yeah. We have a much healthier relationship. So. Yeah, I definitely yeah. But I have still done it to my current boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, but only once. Only one time. Only once. I had to tell him this yesterday because I was like, we're doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case you listen to it, I have something to tell you. Yes. Um, I have oh read God. your phone just the once. I love that you Maybe did that. three times I told him once. No one put that on their socials, thank you. But I feel like I'm not checking if anyone's got the phone up. But I feel like it's one of those things where you do you feel like you check for those of you who have checked your boyfriends or partners' phones, do you feel that you do it because you have an inkling about something? Do you yeah. think it's an inkling thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. You get that funny feeling in your tummy and you're like, I just know something's up. Yeah. So have you you've checked a partner's phone? Yeah. Yeah. Did you find something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Was it bad? You don't have to tell the whole thing, but was it bad? Yeah, it was no, bad. It was, it was really it was bad. It was bad. So this is the thing. We looked it up, actually, like, before this podcast. Yeah. This thing. I feel, yeah, this thing. The event. And um, so apparently 41% of relationships are ended because when people look through people's phones, they find something shitty. Mm. So it's a lot of relationships, isn't it? 41%, that's loads. And then the next, um, the next reason is like because of looking through social media. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I feel like social media is like the the new. Obviously, it's not the new thing, but it's like it's well, another. A new tech yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Like think about how many people like slide into people's DMs and stuff like that. It's like it's 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 a dangerous, it's a dangerous <laughs> place. It really is. And also, like you don't necessarily know someone's in a relationship based on their social media profile. So someone can slide in and take advantage of the fact that you know, oh, I don't look like I'm single. I'm like I'm in a relationship. I don't on my have profile. single on my Facebook. I mean, I don't have um in a relationship on my Facebook profile. Mm. But I just never have done. It's kind of like when it is probably a bit mental, but. When I started with my ex-boyfriend, I think I was 22, and I basically said that I wasn't going to change it again until I got engaged. <laughs> like, shoot myself. I like that, you know. It's like very romantic, isn't it? But... It's not romantic, but it's not romantic. This is what 21st century romance is about. I feel like I don't ever want to get married. No. We have more romance in our lives than that. You might, I don't. Now I've like said it out loud, I feel like an absolute so, slap. <laughs> really? Like, I've, does so. No, no. Does does your partner like check your phone then? No, absolutely. Are not. you he sure he's that he's oh, oh my god, he is like the most. What about your like Instagram? Like, would he look at No, like he's so okay with it. He actually had friends who basically said to him like do not get sort of annoyed with your girlfriend for putting, mm. you know, basically her tits on the internet when I'm wearing a bikini. <laughs> but it is though, isn't no, it? It's not like putting your tits, it's not like it's like provocative or we do. Yeah, but I'm half naked no? on the internet. And so but some like, of his friends were a bit like, do you know, that's do you not problem, mind not yours. That? That's like, yeah, exactly, that's a reflection. Yeah. He is so chilled out about everything. Honestly, he's definitely never looked at my phone, ever. Yeah. There I was like a good reason why I did. He basically, mm. um, so he went out and he, didn't get home until like seven in the morning. It was like this whole big like thing. 
And so he then fell asleep and I went through his phone because I didn't believe where he'd been. Mm. And he had been where he, like I didn't find yeah. anything. Mm. So I think I was a lucky one though, because I've never, yeah, I've never found anything on his phone that shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that for me personally, when I have when I have looked, I've either been looking for something or I've been trying to prove a point. So I remember one of my ex-boyfriends, I think I was 17 at the time, and he was oh, so, so sweet. We still talk now. And he's, he's lovely. <laughs> and he he like actually purposely, because I had like I had read his messages a few times. And he purposely had left his phone where I would see it so I, he knew I'd pick it up and read through it. And he was like, There's nothing there. She's gonna be like, Yeah, I can really trust him when she looks through it. And I looked through it and I went all the way back, like about nine to ten months later. <laughs> <laughs> and found messages when we'd been together for about 10 days to his ex-girlfriend being like yeah oh my god I do miss you my mum misses you and stuff like that and obviously I was like you bastard <laughs> you texted your ex 10 months ago yeah so 10 months we'd been together 10 months but at this point he'd, we'd only been together for 10 for, for like like 10 days by the time I mean to be fair then. though naive guy because if he thinks you're only going to go back 10 months <laughs> I know I know I know I was like he going was being 6 through. years deep on someone's Instagram feed and you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I know. Like we're like I think it's sort of in, you know, us to be personal investigators a little bit. Yeah, but then it kinda comes I think in like the in like the the whole like way we are with social media today. Like if you match with someone on Tinder, Bumble, if you do anything, you will try and like you will stalk their tagged photos. <laughs> you will try and find out their ex-girlfriend. There's so many like memes on the internet being like, can't find out a guy's like on like last name on Facebook. You give it to one one of your mates in your friendship group, and she knows everything about him in the space of like ten minutes. So we are, we are very, we are really inquisitive, and I think that's one thing. Social media makes us so nosy on so many levels. It's like maybe it kind of makes us feel some with some people we have more of a right to access these things because our phones are such a big part of our life sometimes it's weird like I don't I wouldn't I still personally would not I feel like if I felt the need to look at my partner's phone mm. there is a big underlying issue there that actually realistically I need to tackle that issue yourself definitely. myself rather than trying to find the problem within the phone because I will find one I will find one. Oh, it could be something as little as like they couldn't be asked to go to something with you and then that would still be a problem I think it? that's the thing I think you're looking because you're trying to find a reason for a problem in your relationship and I say this like I'm a relationship therapist I'm absolutely not but you, <laughs> every podcast is a therapist I know <laughs> and I think that you know it does seem like you're trying to find a reason for something and we look to fill in the blanks and often we don't find the answers that we want but we will just kind of take conversations with like friends like their friends between their friends and like try and fill in the blanks for things well, i think as women we're a lot more invested in emotional sort of things than you know sexual things yeah and that was really interesting because you were reading about the psychology behind the way that men yeah. see it to women see it so men are so men are worried about you know sex and women are worried about emotions so say your boyfriend had a really in-depth conversation with someone and it sort of seemed like they were getting on really well you know he was saying things to her that you weren't okay with and then you saw that maybe he was looking at like a naked photo which one would bother you the most the naked photo or the you know the in-depth conversation in-depth conversation yeah. 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 absolutely whereas with men it's the other way around they'd be more offended by, an <laughs> by a naked photo of another of another man yeah. than, a in -depth than like an in-depth conversation like and i feel like i don't know like i mean I'm, I'm not a man so it's like i don't know if i can feel like if it's guys aren't that in it comes down to them not being so in tune with their emotions. So for them, their main thing is the sexual thing. Like it feels mm. like more of a big betrayal. But that makes sense though, because obviously you know they have that you know testosterone. Yeah, it comes. Maybe it just comes down to that. <laughs> I feel like we need a scientist in the room right now to come out and tell us that. Yeah, is anyone a scientist? Mm. Yes! Oh my god, there's a scientist in the room! This is amazing! <laughs> oh, that's so great. Um, is it testosterone that there that makes them that makes them like this? Yeah. <laughs> it's the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarchy. <laughs> okay, amazing. I mean it is. <laughs> oh god. But it is interesting. I look back at I think things when I have read Wait, messages. You had a mental ex. Let's go on to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, you know. Which one? No, the one which stormed out the room and called me a slag. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one were you thinking of? Oh, I had, I had a situation one. where there was a guy that I was with, and he was so desperate to prove the fact that I had cheated on him that when we were on holiday together, he went. I was asleep. We'd gone out for a few drinks. I was asleep in the hotel room. He comes, like, you know, I don't know, it's been a couple hours since I was asleep. He comes storming out of the room and was like, You fucking slag. I know you fucked that guy from your work. You fucking slag. And I was like, 
what? And he had my phone in his hand. And I like he he knew my passcode to my phone because I didn't have anything to hide. Turns out he'd gone through my notes in my phone, my notes section. Every girl knows we have like lots of shit in there. We have draft texts that we send to friends, to boyfriends, <laughs> so everything. We've got like you know shocking lists, yeah. things like facial hair removing cream, all the embarrassing <laughs> things that you don't really want to like put on there. He'd gone through it all, and he found this thing where I think I think I like, was drafting a blog post, and he looked way too into something way too into something and then just like gone mental at me and was all like you're a fucking sad you slept with that guy and i was like no, he, no. It was so insane. why did he think that you had done that what was on your phone that made him think that? oh no just a blog post where i think i said something i wrote something about christmas and i, I no i wrote i wrote i was writing a note about christmas and i said how i felt really bad that he'd spent so much money on me at christmas and i hadn't spent as much money on him i said i feel like i was writing down saying like i feel like a bad girlfriend he's done way more like done way for more for me than i have for him so how and does that equate to but that thing, he got it so deeply in he his was head. Just, and he, yeah. him and I, he was the one that I was in their situationship with for some time. And he had, he'd always been funny with me texting people and like he would always look over my phone. And I think personally, I'm pretty sure he cheated on me. Like whilst we were together. And I chose. Well, then that's why that uh, exactly. I kind of yeah, like apparently I, you're the one yeah. there's, if you're the one who's looking at someone's phone. It's quite likely that you're the one that's doing something wrong. Exactly, and I would I, I would completely agree with that. But also maybe not because not. I don't think it's always the case, but I think it can definitely be the case. I think yeah. I look at situations where I have looked in other other people's phones, and realistically, it's because I knew that I was perhaps texting somebody else, like when I was a little bit younger, <laughs> and I knew that I'd or I'd done wrong. I knew that I'd maybe cheated on a boyfriend when I was a bit younger, and I I was like shit, I've done this, like, what could they possibly be doing to me? Like, if I did that to them, mm -hmm. they could be doing it to me. Yeah, So, course. yeah, it's hard. It it's hard. hard. Relationships are a minefield. They really are. <laughs> I think it's re I think it really massively comes down to trust and communication. We were saying this earlier. Trust and self-esteem. And self-esteem. Because okay. I think it boils down to a lot of things, like, whether you, how do, like, you know, how you feel about yourself. Like, whether you think that you're enough for your relationship, I think, I think with me, that's what it came down to. Yeah. That one night is that, he did this one thing that I was, it was just so unexpected and he had never behaved like it before. So when he did this thing, I felt like I almost didn't know him. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like, if I don't feel like I know you've done this thing, then what else are you doing? It comes into filling in the gaps. Yeah. It goes about, yeah, a lot but of that filling in the gaps. Out, yeah, I do know him really well and he did nothing apart yeah. from, you know, just go AWOL for one night, which is, I think it's allowed, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Go AWOL. I've done it. Yeah. Has anyone ever, like, actually seen him, like, never suspected anything and then seen a message and been like, and then it's just like alerted their attention no. or that sucks well but it was mm. after this was a difficulty it was so it was a long time ago i was 17 but we've been together maybe three years yeah <coughs> it was like my first true love my yeah. first you know everything yeah. and we'd had some kind of rough patches over those three years but actually it was when i least expected it that he texted me after three years and was like mm. oh i'm not really happy anymore and then he was logged into Facebook and everything all on my laptop and I just like could not resist and there was this one girl so we both gone to different sitcoms and there was this one girl that I kind of thought okay if there's anyone it's her so I asked Matt Wright and I said you know if it's if it's her just tell me and actually I'll be I'll be less hurt because you told me he said no it's nothing to do with that it's just you know we were 14 or something crazy when we got together and we're different people now and I kind of disrespected that and tried to move on and then one night I decided to on his Facebook and he'd literally messaged a mutual friend of ours asking him to like wingman him at a party with this girl no like three days after we'd broken up and he broke up with me like two days before my birthday so it was just horrendous the whole situation was horrendous but it was, that was the weird thing is that I'd never suspected anything and then mm. it was after we'd broken up that I did the snooping yeah before he'd realized I you know still had his password yeah but by that point my loyalties were gone all my all my kind of morals of snooping were gone yeah so I just read everything and it was really <laughs> weird because it was like retrospective yeah and it was almost kind of not worse, but it was worse because I couldn't call him out on it. Because yeah, we weren't even together. Yeah, we weren't even together anymore, so I couldn't even be like, "Oh, you wanker!" You know. I'd like to think that would be mm. more cleansing and be like, at least there's a reason for it. But then I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's never nice to. No, it's never. It's never. If anything, I get. I get that it would be more frustrating because imagine looking back and being like, "I want to tell you how much of a wanker you were and are, but I can't because you're." But I can't. Friends, firstly, I've logged onto your Facebook, which I shouldn't <laughs> probably be doing. Yeah, anyway. so this is the thing with yeah. snooping, and I actually 
haven't done it since. Yeah. Purely because I think snooping is kind of you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself by doing it. Basically, you're looking for something bad. No one's ever snooping to go. Oh yeah, look how cute he is. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. You're snooping because you're basically hoping to find something that you can use as ammunition. I I kind of generally think. Or yeah, surely not a whole thing though. Like I mean, yeah. you never. Well, or you're looking for, for a reason, well, or you're but, looking for. But then, if you didn't have these suspicions, you might not look. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Because exactly. Because when you find it, you're like, yes, I was right. So therefore, I justified my snooping. Oh, so I actually, I read earlier that you get an adrenaline rush when you are snooping and that it's almost like addictive, like shoplifting or something like that. <laughs> I, didn't really know that. It is, it is. I remember lying there when my ex-boyfriend had left his phone there, like the one that left it sort of purposely so I would sleep. And I was there like lying in bed and his, this was back when his mum would make us sleep in separate rooms and he'd left it in his room and I was there like... God, and I was scrolling, and I was like, literally, like Gollum, like up until like <laughs> five a.m., like reading everything, like every message. And it is, and it wasn't adrenaline rush. It was. Yeah, I remember up. feeling very weird when I did it. Yeah, it does, and I feel like that's very the thing. Weird. I think I found for me, I don't like doing it as well because personally, for me. I hate someone to do it to me back as well because I think it, it just massively. But even you've got nothing, like you've done nothing wrong. I think it really is. It's really it's it's, it's an invasion of privacy. It's an invasion of privacy, like massively. massively. And also, I think more than anything, it opens a huge Pandora's box of you then can't stop yourself. Because I remember with one of my I don't agree friends, with that because like, I, I haven't done like, no, I haven't done it again. Okay, I wouldn't I, do it now because I just it made me feel like a horrible. Person. It might see I I like my one of my ex boyfriends. I his phone. You know, do you remember like phones that would buzz every two minutes when you got a text message? He had one of those and he fell asleep downstairs after a night out. And then his phone was in his room and it kept buzzing. And I was like, fuck's sake, I'll just open it for a second and shut it. Had no intention of ever looking at the message room, but it glanced and he said, you, are you still with her? And I was there like, oh my God, TV, Jess. Jess was his ex-girlfriend. And I was there like, no. And I was just there like, shit. So I started reading through all the messages and I was never expecting it. And then after that, like we had a huge fallout. I did this really dramatic thing. He was downstairs. I called my mum. So like, mum picked me up. It was two a.m. I was wasted. I wrote "You're a cunt" in the in lipstick <laughs> on the mirror. <laughs> 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 so, like, literally, and I think she ran out to the car in the rain in my underwear. Like, oh! like, was like, my mum was like, "What? Who are you? <laughs> Why did I give birth to you?" No And after that, like. I when the phone would be alone, it would buzz. Oh my god, it gave me such anxiety. I was like, <gasps> it's Jess. Ah. And I would, and he would walk in and catch me snooping through his phone because it did. And that was accidental. But I how think long ago was this though? It was like you were young. Right? I was eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so it was it's so different. Your so emotions like, when you're eighteen yeah. to. And I think right? yeah, definitely. And I think Nine it is years things. later. Because my boyfriend eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nine years later. Eight years later. When are you twenty-seven? No. Quite soon. September. Oh, okay, so not that soon. Not like you are. Yeah. No, but it's. I do think. I. I actually would agree with you there. I think. But I you was, wouldn't feel I was, like that now. It wouldn't be the same. I don't think. It wouldn't because your teenage emotions are like angst. They are. They so really are. And yeah. I was very, very different. different. Oh my god, I was very different then. I was mental. I'd like yell at him. We'd have arguments when you're drunk, and I'd like grab my ri every ring on my finger and throw it at him because I was like, hey, <laughs> no. like honestly, things were dramatic back then. So I do agree. I, I was think. never dramatic like that. Good <laughs> 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 But no, I do think I do think you massively do grow grow up from it. So. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. I'm trying to think what I do now. Oh, I just scream at the street in in, in the street instead, which is great fun. <laughs> do you guys? So, do you think you would continue to read people's message, like your partner's message, or would you only do it? Okay, we've got a hand up in the back. <laughs> the only one time I've ever done it, I got caught because it was about four a.m. on a Tuesday night morning, <laughs> and you know Facebook, you can like press the big thumbs up button. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he was literally talking to no one suspicious at all and I accidentally thumbs up her for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing. So it's never happened again. So oh. like, I trust you and I will never do that again. I had to explain to this poor girl that I was just Accidentally on his phone. Are you still with your the same boyfriend? Huh? Are you still with the same boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. Four years oh. later. Good. And you haven't like you haven't looked since. No, right? I haven't looked since. Good. See. Okay. That's it. I'm putting it down to my my age back in back in the uh, yeah the old days. So no, yeah. I think it's just age and 
how you feel about yourself. Yeah, I think massively, massively. Yeah. So yeah, it's self-esteem. Work on your yeah. I think that's the thing. I think you've got to realize. I think the main issue with it is you've got to if you've got if you're thinking about doing it and if someone's phone is like there and it's burning into your brain like what the fuck is inside of that you need to just think about it and be like right what's the issue and you need to try and like work on that by like possibly it is it, it is. is but also i think it's one of those things that i think it is a massive umbrella term to cover people that do so many things in the social media industry and i think it can cover someone who perhaps like literally might just upload selfies on a night app that has like you know a million followers yeah. and it also covers someone who might like you know be like a real like author and like do loads of like really intense things but also do that as well and i feel like it's one of those terms that a lot sadly it's one of those terms that i think is when people you say influencer, people are a bit like, it's so you're one of those people. No it one says it in a good way. No one, no I've never heard anyone it. say influencer I, in a nice way, I don't think, to be honest. I hope it's one of those ones that changes because I was, I was, I've said this so much, like this in this past week, especially. I mean, it's getting to, it's getting to somewhere. I've been out a lot more. Then you go out and you're talking to people in a bar and they're like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm there like, I do this, I do that. And I, you know, you talk about these things and I hate saying, I, and I'm like, and some people have mm. said, so, you, so you're an influencer then? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like makes me feel like they say, they look down on you, and I feel like I really don't value what I do as a career because of this term mm. and the reputation that it holds. But then I'm like, by say by hating this term so much, I'm just making that reputation worse. But I don't know, know if, we, if like there was a, a term that we could come up with that would be better. Because mm. when when be? when it was blogging, when it people but when blogging felt like it had substance. Though, but then than, even still, but when like because we both did journalism degrees and when, and we you know we pursued that and also but we also had blogs. So then yeah. when people would be like, oh you're you're a blogger, it'd be the mm. same as now people are like, oh you're an influencer, and it's yeah. like some it's still has people looking down. But then is it? Is it because like we are in a kind of career and we're in this time where like these kind of careers go with technology and everyone kind of looks down at certain forms of technology when they're developing like when the internet came out everyone's like the internet <laughs> and then that and now, <laughs> now <laughs> so that's the thing so people are people always going to look down on this thing because it's pioneering a new industry yeah. i don't, I don't think it's because it's necessarily pioneering i think it's because people feel like anyone can do it yes yeah anyone can get their phone and grow a following and do what we do yeah and it, it and, and it is true I and, it, and I think all. people don't value it because of that I literally had this entire conversation with a couple of people at a house party this weekend and one guy uh, after I had this whole conversation he was like but I think it's really great and like I really respect the fact that you're an Instagram model and I was there like no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like you usually don't listen to a damn word that I've said and I was like nope nope and I just like got so annoyed and he kept me he was like no it's fine Instagram models are amazing I've dated a few Instagram models I was like <laughs> what is an Instagram model? I don't know what that is. Well, basically, it's, I think it was like an old term for an influencer, like, you know, basically. Like, yeah, so, yeah, it wasn't any. Whereas I got on Friday night, oh, right, so I don't like you as much as I did a minute ago then, once I'd like told the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. what goes with inf Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really mad because obviously, like, you girls obviously, like, follow us and you listen to our podcast and stuff, so that's why you're here, and it's. So there's obviously this like level of respect and then I think it's like when you go and you, you get that in when you're within your industry and with people that are like minded to you, but when you go outside of it, God, the things that people can say sometimes. It's really annoying. It does it make it annoying. does it does make it hard because it does make you really like undervalue yourself as a person. I had this conversation with one of my How best do mates you at House Party. I'm gonna ask me. <laughs> These yeah. are also mostly um, the reaction I, I get when well, I say I always call myself a blogger actually yeah, so. rather than a like an influencer but that's because yeah. that's my main platform still yeah. but I mostly get a positive reaction actually from people who have no idea what it is they're like oh wait so you do this like as a job like that pays the bills and you do that and like you build like yourself and I'm like oh that's really cool and like yeah. for the most part I think I think maybe with the people that you were with on Friday they were dickheads you're sort of regular run-of-the-mill person who isn't mm. gonna be like judgy and and also I think it's can be quite a gendered thing sometimes they mm -hmm. think like instagram model ditzy bimbo like oh, doesn't have anything to her apart from like teeth whining strips yeah. or whatever like it's yeah. a really gendered thing if you're like a man that did it yeah. they wouldn't have the same but then, no i think they get it what? i was speaking so so one of my one of my exes he's a blogger and we're actually really friends <laughs> ah, yes, now yes. and we were talking about this today and he got really frustrated because he was out with his friends at the weekend 
and he was like yeah and like you know we were talking to these girls and like one of my mates was like you know it was like and these girls asked what we did and he was there like God, I'm so embarrassed to tell them what I do for a living because it's something which is so it's so associated with what girls do. Like realistically, when a guy says, if a guy said to me like, oh yeah, I'm an influencer, I'd be like, ah, oh, okay, like, cool. And I, I would be like, do you not mind them? I don't. But you know what I mean. Like, and I do. I can see. So I feel like it is. I, don't, I feel like men get it a lot harder for taking selfies or mm. being interested yeah. in clothes if they're not gay, yeah, and then yeah. also, yeah. Yeah, being an influencer essentially. Yeah, so I do it's feel so like much it harder is, for a guy. Than it is. For a I think there. Uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like it's. But is that not because people think that it's a girly thing to do? Exactly. That's that's, yeah, that's what I was going to come back to. Is not it? I think it is. is. We've yeah. got people yeah. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> okay, in the back first, and then we'll work our way forward. So I also blog. I mean, I would always describe myself as a blogger, but that's yeah. what I would describe as my career path. But I had an interesting conversation with a brand last week where we had the kind of influencer as a label debate. And they kind of said, but as an influencer, doesn't that mean you want people to look like you? Mm. And that well, that's actually really bothered me. I've still been, it was last week, and I've still been thinking about it. Because <laughs> I said, that's never what I would want. I would never want anyone to go on my Instagram or my blog or my stories or anything and think, I want to look like her. If they think that dress is nice, mm. amazing, buy it. There's, you know, there's a link. But I would never, ever want anyone to go on my platform and think, yeah. I want to be like her. I would want them to take what they want from it and project that onto themselves in a way that suits them that's so interesting that a brand thought that yeah it was a brand and it sat with me in a kind of really weird term and then in the same conversation with the same brand they kind of asked what I was up to at the moment I said I was currently finishing my degree which is a law degree they were kind of like so I feel like you're wasting <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get oh, it. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. What? So, yeah, I get that every day. I did a degree and I've done well, nothing more like, with it. It, it resonates yeah. with what you just said about people assume you're kind of a bimbo. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be quite crazy. Also, how many city workers have got a degree in geography? And also, different kinds of intelligence play into it. Like, you might not, you know, people, that's the thing. People may not have gone to university and got a straight degree big deal but they can make them the same business through it because yeah. it shows it's a level it's different levels of intelligence that play into it different kinds of intelligence like, you're not but you're not bimbo you're a business woman yeah, yeah. i know that's what i how i refer to it as my that business <laughs> and that's 99% of the work that goes into it is the same as what goes into every other business and you need all the same knowledge of contracts and tax and like to post Instagram yeah. pages, there's so much more to it. You and you feel like you're always having to prove yourself, and it's always like realistically. Being I find that in general, no, you I have to do that in most industries. And I'll never say I'm just like a, a blogger on Instagram. I always start with I now start with I'm a DJ and I'm a DJ Instagram. <laughs> Don't I always literally? So it's like it's almost not enough, and because I feel like people yeah. are just gonna take it back. Yeah, and when when I meet people when I'm out, the first time they're like, "What do you do?" The first thing I say is I do a podcast because I feel like <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, every time oh. I'm like, I do a podcast because I feel like. But then also I feel like it's it's like it sounds more intelligent than it does. I do Instagram and I think like that and. Because I feel also it's, it's usually guys asking me, so I do feel like I don't want to, like they do tend to default and think you're a bimbo, and I don't want. Or they'll like get that. your Instagram profile up in front of you oh, and start oh, analysing oh. it, and that is the worst thing ever. And then they follow you, and it's really awkward, and then oh, <laughs> the worst, the worst. <laughs> but yeah, we're bringing okay, and then and then we'll go to you. yeah. Oh, which one? Oh, and back, 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 and then Do you down. wish that people like understood better how much work goes into platforms? Because I feel like often as a consumer, I mean, I've only started kind of using Instagram properly fairly recently, and I think it wasn't until I started taking it more seriously that I realised how much actual thought goes into planning your outfit and who's going to shoot it with and where you're going to shoot it, rather than just oh, I'm out for the day. Here's a picture. And I think often when you're scrolling down your feed, you don't think how much work has gone into that one photo or that one blog post. You just think, oh, someone wrote this on their coffee break. Yeah. And so I think that's why people respect it less as a job, because they think, oh, I could knock this out on my lunch break, no problem. Why does this person need to do it as their nine to five? This is yeah. easy. I think until you do it, that you get it. Yeah, and I think it's really hard because I have definitely had this issue before. I'm like, people don't value how much hard work goes into this. And I get really annoyed, but I'm like, the other day, I put this really effortless photo out there. How can I expect 
any less than them to think that I... That it was like, just effortless. Yeah, because that's the thing. And you know what, actually, the word effortless, that's what, when I went up to a, but one of my friend's birthday brunch, brunches and she, like, I met like, loads of her workmates and they all said they were like, oh, you know, one of one guy was really anti-social media and he was like, oh, so, you know, how much of what you put in the internet is like real life and how much is bullshit? And then I actually was a bit like, well, I mean, I actually think a relatively decent amount is not, I wouldn't say anything's really bullshit. Obviously, things are the better, we all put the better versions of ourselves online. So I said to, to, to my friend, the, our mutual friend, I was like, Poppy, I was like, well, how much of my life is bullshit? And she was like, no, she's like, it's not bullshit. It's just the fact that you make everything look a lot more effortless than it really is. And that's it. It does come down to it. It just, and yeah, I, think, I guess, but I, there's, you know, for every one good shot, there's, everyone says it, but 200 shots that it's taking to get that one shot. Yeah. You just have to, you know, realise that and <laughs> understand that it's not just. Yeah, it is, it's kind of, it is hard. Shot. I think it definitely it is. It is hard, and I feel like a real split between being like, damn, why don't you appreciate me? But also, like, I do want you to not realise how much work goes into it, because maybe you might think I'm even more vain for doing so. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but... Okay, let's go to you now, sorry, it took so long. It's okay, no, it's fine. So basically, like, going back to, like, the male influencer kind of thing. Yeah. So my boyfriend, um, he is the only boyfriend that I've had that I've, like, never sneaked messages and stuff. Like, he's so supportive of my blog, even though it's very, very small. And, like, saying how male influence, kind of, they feel very different and, like, almost, um, yeah, like, a bit more nervous because it is, like, a female thing. Mm. And with my boyfriend, like, I was talking to my friend Sarah the other day. Where is she? Hi. <laughs> so he is naturally just so into fashion. Like, it's... Oh, it's fashion is on point. Like, everything <laughs> that he wears. Like, no, Does he have any friends? I'm jealous. Like, he just absolutely gets it. And sometimes I'm like, like, why am I not like you? Because he is just, like, in his head, he just understands it, doesn't he? And he knows so much about fashion. And I'm all the time like, you know, you would do so, so well. Like if you really, really, he has got a blog, but it's very minimal. And he's like posted like twice, like literally in his lifetime. And I'm always like, just please do it. Because I don't think you understand how kind of well engaged you would probably be if you actually probably I think you oh, have I to have a properly started like a yeah. specific personality to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Though, I, don't think he, he, I don't think it's he for knows everyone. That he wants to do it, but mm. he, I think he's kind of, he's very introvert in himself. Like when he, obviously, I, when he's with my friends, he is, he is himself, isn't he's he? So yeah. Like he's, he's just the kind of person that I obviously like. Him a boyfriend, so <laughs> I say that. But like I, I think he would definitely do well. But he is, yeah, he's definitely the kind of person that is just so into it, and yeah. he just knows everything. Like he knows everything about this designer, knows everything about that designer, blah 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 blah. But he just, he's very nervous because he's a his career has been very very straight kind of path like yes yeah. he went to uni did accounting he's now in like an audit job like he's does very, he feel like, like nervous about doing it in case his friends find it and like laugh i don't think or it's his friends like i think it's more like i think he feels like he wants to succeed so so well mm-hmm. to like this sounds so cringe like please don't take it cringe <laughs> but he absolutely wants to provide for me like he absolutely okay. does, like he does, so and so he wants to know that he's succeeding in yeah. that thing that he's worked hard for. So he's like, I can't do that because I haven't got time. But then I feel like as well, like, it's really important if you've got such a straight job. I think it's really important to have a creative outlet somewhere that you yeah, need a hobby. Definitely. And I think yeah. you should definitely kind of like push yeah. him and encourage him to do it. But it's so hard because he's so supportive of me. Yeah. Because like my kind of success in whatever I've done has been very slow. So he was like, yeah, you can do it, like, you can do it. But I'm like, you could do it too. Like, It'll take time, I think, you could do it too. like, the male blogging industry is something which is growing. And I think yeah. the thing is, mm-hmm. the difference with, like, male influences to female, like, female can be pure, people, like, girls will follow girls for fashion. Yeah, Whereas cool. men need something, I think, more of, like, a crux to, like, real, like, something to really hold on to as well. Like, so they need perhaps, like, more of a personality, like, in terms of like they want like gaming or photography or something I like don't that. Know, I I'm just not sure I agree with that. Not necessarily like personality, like, there's so but they want few men with good style on the internet mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Well, a lot of guys so needed and no, like, no, they don't know how to dress, do they? They like, don't. But I feel like people, they, they really. guys will buy into someone more that they see as like a mate rather than a style inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like they will look for style inspiration, but a guy will Google how to wear a grey blazer mm-hmm. rather than like follow a guy because they want to see how they wear a grey blazer. Yeah. Like they will like want to follow someone because they like they'll follow a guy if they like they like the cars, they're doing something about cars, or doing like things that are more multifaceted than just fashion. Mm-hmm. So if a guy's doing things about cars, like cameras, like 
a few techie things. Like basically, it kind of pulls down what is going to be potentially in a men's magazine, but makes it more digestible yeah. and like so. It's, it's, it's exactly like the same as a female influencer. Yeah, but then like whereas like a lot of girls like a guy, it's more it's less likely for a guy to follow a, like a guy purely for fashion. Yeah. Than like a woman might follow but a he woman purely like, fashion. He literally will follow people that that just. Yeah. Like singularly do fashion. I find that, but then I thought, yeah. is it because is it because he's really interested in fashion? I can't, like, I genuinely can't even explain. Like he, when I first met him, <laughs> like the thing. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I'm he just is so I agree. Like, oh. I can't. I'm not even just saying it because he's my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, when I first met him, I was like, he he dresses so well, doesn't he? He's, he's like, it's so effortless. Like you know, some people have like you know you can see that they really thought about what they're wearing and stuff. But it's, it's so hard because you I'm like, just you push him more. Yeah, but you can't. You can't be like, boy, do that. <laughs> do this. Just take take his side pictures. Like, be the Instagram. Be the Instagram. Yeah, he's, like, I feel like it's 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 so weird because it, he's almost like a male female because he has that insecurity as well. So yeah. who would literally we'll film me if he this? But <laughs> <laughs> I love doing this. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be like, don't listen to this podcast. It's the same question as around basically, but your ex boyfriend, you said. Is a blogger now. Yeah. What drove him? Do you know? Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he was like, he was, was so funny. It was so weird to watch actually because Carl just like came out of nowhere and then was suddenly wearing Ooh. his like no. Oh, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> 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 I got really pissed on Saturday night and I was like, I met this guy, I really like, and he was like, we talk, we like, we're really good You're friends. You're mates now, so we are really good mates. And he's I like, actually mentioned Yeah, you. I know. I told him that I'd probably, he'd probably come up at some point, like, yeah. so. But yeah, no, he's like, but the way that he sort of like, you know, propelled because of you was not because of like your following. No, Because no. of the way that he was guided through it almost. Yeah. It was like, so interesting to watch. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And it was like. He had that female sort of angle on it that helped him succeed. Yeah, definitely. We need your tips. We do. Give us the tips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that, um, I have a totally different question. Sorry. Good. If you could have <laughs> one guest, like vlogger, celebrity, whoever, on Keeping It Candid, one each. Who would you pick? Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is really frustrating me because I thought of someone the other day who I'd literally like. Is it me? <laughs> 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 oh shit! That is so hard. Who? Stacey Dooley. Oh my god, I love her so much. I think she's amazing every single I tweet her all the time. I've DM'd her on Instagram. No, I've DM'd her on Instagram to be like, I literally love you so much. I found girls so hard over her, so yeah, Stacey Beauty. That's like us to you. But like honestly, like a Stacey Doody would be mine. Like she replies on Twitter. She I does. Know. She's, she's she has favourited my teeth, but she's never replied yet. I've got to work harder. I've got to work harder. One day. One day. Okay. Okay. Stacey, oh. do you leave your ass there? I want Dolly Alderton. I fucking love her. Like, I love yeah. her so much. Yeah. I would like Dolly Alderton to be. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. She's so like, Those are both people that you could like easily be. Do you realise <laughs> that? Babe. No, literally. You are like the same. You're colleagues rather than like. Oh, I don't, yeah. That would be, I mean, yeah. it's so good. It would be, it would be, a mate, like, I literally, that would be the dream. Oh, that was a good question. I like, I panicked because it's like one of those ones where, you know, when you put on the spot, it's like when someone says, oh, tell us your best joke, and you're like, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like someone so obscure and so interesting when actually it's just someone I want to have, like, a nice chat with, yeah. which is Dolly Alderton, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing, like, I love what Stacey Dooley does. And I remember, so when I was doing my degree in journalism at Cardiff, I was really torn because I was like, right, I, I'm so fascinated by things like war reporting and the war and I always have been, like, my most interesting model that I did was on war reporting and, like, propaganda, like, through all the different kind of wars that we've had from, like, the, like years ago to, to now. And I was there, like, deal with that in some yeah, way. Them, you also have to remember that there are positive aspects of social media. Oh, absolutely. No, there, there so definitely is. So I think that would be nice to, like, you know, like, Russell Howard's, like, good news and he does, like, the good news bit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, I don't know, I think it's just so fascinating because how it's, and I think it's, I don't know, I think it's something that people would possibly find very interesting because we were over this, we were overhearing like a, um, oh, we overheard such a funny conversation earlier while we were having a salad and <laughs> coffee outside prep just over the road. Like yeah, it, was, it was really weird. So apparently everyone does social media now. Like we sat down next to two random people. How old do you think they were? 
Early twenties, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And they were talking about their Instagram following. I was like, oh, right, okay, <laughs> cool. And the girl was like, she was like, oh, I don't really do like social media. I don't really believe in it. And the guy was like, yeah, but you must get recognised all the time. And I was like, I want, who the fuck are we so next to? Who are you? And I was there, like trying to crane my eyes across without like. I was like, I don't. I had my. I had my no, no idea. I had like a good look, and no. Yeah. No, yeah. It was really interesting. So. Um, um, yeah. My goal would be to DJ my favourite festivals. To be honest. Which are? Um, <laughs> <laughs> good question. <laughs> I like to. So we're going. Hannah, Hannah and I are going to Primavera this year, and like Ooh, if I could do that, would be fucking sick. Like the lineup is so cool. Um, Glastonbury. Oh yeah, well, Glastonbury obviously would be amazing. But I'm not aiming quite that high yet. Like just do one, and then we can, you know, do steps. <laughs> so yeah, that's my like main goal. Yeah, that's kind of interesting that they're like very different. Very, very, very different. But that's good because it's like I think it's nice. To we bring different things to the table. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Yep. Yeah. Okay, we'll work away down again. Sorry, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you make long-term plans when the algorithm changes? So oh, oh, shit. Don't even... Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Anything I said about the algorithm, forget what I ever said. My Instagram's been doing shit recently, like, oh, compared to usual. Like, for years. I think... <laughs> <laughs> You know what, long-term plans I think is actually just keeping your mental health in check and making sure that you literally don't lose your shit over it because it is, you know what, it's fucking hard. It can be really, really difficult to be honest. If you do something that you've put a lot of effort into and you think it's really lovely and then it like absolutely flops, it's just horrible. It can be really frustrating. So yeah, I think long-term plans, I think it's just try and just find out as much as you can from other people and just that who are well informed and utilize that as much as you can because it changes all the time it changes all the time like i think it's more about creating things that you love rather than yeah just you know, actually you know what that is fair i think i think that's so true i think you've got to realistically instead it goes back to the whole thing instead of dealing with like the like this issue that you think is there you need to look at the bigger picture and i think that does come down to creating content that yeah. you really enjoy creating whether it's going out and taking the photos working with a photographer you really love like doing some more styling sides of it or like and doing something that you kind of really connect with more so and so you yeah that you were on vero yeah. What happened with that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, was that a thing we were Yeah! 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 Yeah, oh, it came up so and everyone like, was like, whoa, Vero's a new Instagram, it? and like everyone panic downloaded and then it crashed like those, so yeah. It was, was awful though to use, it wasn't easy to use at all, so it Yeah, was but just... then that was the fear, I remember downloading it and thinking, shit, this is how I felt like when Instagram happened or when Twitter happened, or when Facebook happened and like, you know, you went from like MySpace to Facebook, and I was like, I don't know how to use it. And yeah, but I didn't do it as a job then, so I wasn't quite as panicked no, as with Vero. No, 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 no. any sort of new platform is... Terrifying. I've never it done is. YouTube because I don't want to start a new platform. I think it would just be too much. It is scary. And the whole reason go, I wanted yeah. to do a podcast was like I could have never done it by myself because I had to do it with, like with someone else. I think it's better doing platform. Yeah, but also I think it's better but doing with it with somebody else. Have to really it's conversational. Know. I think exactly. it's a lot harder doing it by yourself. Like hi, um, yeah. I mean, people do it very well by themselves. But the new like, platforms are yeah. very scary. They are. They are. So um, that's it's, it is definitely scary. Nothing. I don't want anything to change. Listening to other people, though, like what you said about Instagram, like I'll listen to what other people do. But I, a friend of mine, went into Instagram because he's an artist manager. Instagram said that shadow banning doesn't exist. Oh, I don't believe really that. Yeah, I don't know what shadow banning. Like, I mean, like, I do know what it is. Instagram, but... everyone was like, oh, my friend got shadow banned. La la la. But then, like, literally, someone on Instagram was like, it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. I generally think. People just don't want to like pictures anymore. Like mm-hmm. people are just scrolling, they're not liking. Yeah. And there was a thing on Twitter the other day where like people would rather watch Insta stories and they yeah, get more from so Insta stories, stories yeah. instead of So Insta many people have put the polls up and they've yeah. been like, would you rather watch people's stories or like people's photos? Yeah. I've seen literally five or six people yeah. do that on their stories I and think it's poll. because it's quick. And it's because people are stories nosy. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's yeah. the same. Like, social media is making everyone, stories. things like Snapchat is making everyone way more voyeuristic and people, yeah. that's why it, it really helps to be more personable yeah. with social media and what you do because people like buy into you as a person. Also, I think the difference is now that you know how we very much have started to curate our content and make it beautiful and it's not in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as you now post stuff that's actually in the moment, people engage with it more because it's what you're doing. It's how yeah. it used to be. Yeah. And so as if, mm. if you can do that now, people relate to it a lot more yeah. than if it's three days later. It's so true. Yeah. It's so, so true. I think that's really important as well now. Back again? So I did, I did a similar poll on my Insta stories quite recently and it was just about 
it was a it was like many polls, and it was kind of just gauging different reactions and over a huge debate and with with between me and my following. And one of the questions was, you know, what stops you liking a post? Because obviously, if you've got a business account, you can see how many people it reached. Yes. And then I think you get a bit paranoid because you're like, well, why didn't all these people like it? What's like wrong me? with me? <laughs> Francis, stop videoing. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of a lot of the response that came back was that actually people want something more now. You know, there are like 800 million users on Instagram. There are accounts with beautiful photos, like stunning photography, but no captions. There are accounts with hilarious captions, but the photo is just there, like yeah. MS ready meal they have for lunch or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. And actually people want more from whichever field they prefer. Just a quick snap or something that's kind of I don't know, like samey just doesn't just doesn't perform anymore because mm. people are so used to seeing all that content that they want something much, much more. And actually personally recently I've been trying kind of focusing on doing kind of on the spot content. Like the photo I posted this evening I literally took ten minutes before outside the hotel. And it's quite nerve wracking because you're like, Oh my god, what if I look like a toad in each one and I have nothing yep. to post? But it does perform so much better because I think people yeah. people want that realism. Yeah. I think Instagram is definitely going back towards mm. the Insta. Yeah. Unless your photos are like absolutely yeah. bombing it like yeah. the Santa Monica yeah. skyline yeah. or something like insainly that good. Could never look like a toad. <laughs> 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 I could show you some toad photos, don't worry. Any more questions? Any more questions? Ali, Ali, sorry, Ali. Um, what have we got to look forward to on the podcast? Who's sucking though? No, but if there's any topics that you would like us to talk about more. Cheese. I hate cheese. I hate cheese. I'm so sorry. I hate cheese. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I hate cheese. I did breathe. That is shocking. Okay, so we won't be talking about cheese anytime soon. And any fine. Okay, we'll take one more question. Anyone? Yeah, okay. It's completely random, but I was thinking about the other day. If and when you get married, <laughs> you still take. I like the if, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you still take your husband's no. name. Unless, no. unless, 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 unless he had a really fucking amazing name. Yeah. And that would be the. And it would have to be so great. Because I feel like it's such like, a dead thing. But no, yeah, I think. I don't know, it's really weird. I had a massive argument with my friends who claims to be a huge feminist, and then I said, I said that if I had a baby, if I wasn't married, and wasn't really planning on getting married to the partner I had a baby with, I would want the child to take my last name. And then she was like, what, why? Like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And I was like, all right, like I've pushed, I've carried the baby for nine months. I've pushed that baby out of my vagina, I had it ripped it's out of yours. me. I am having, that baby's <laughs> having my last name. Why should it take the man's name? Like what all he did was get me pregnant. <laughs> why does he deserve that? Like it's not, it's not right, unless I planned on marrying him and changing yeah. my name. So I don't know, and she found that really, really weird. So when it comes down to things like that, I think, it is. I think it's massively changing. Massively I had changing. this exact conversation with my um with my dad's side of my family with my boyfriend there the other day actually. And I was like, so you know, if we ever got married, I wouldn't take your name. Mm. His surname's Collins, and I'm like, it's just not as good as my surname. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, my, my, my surname's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I don't really like Milner. So boring. But like, oh. I I would. I think it's the thing is now. I think obviously with what I do, and I I don't, I don't even come necessarily down to what you do, but you kind of. On top level, I've kind of created this personal brand of like who I am. So I think it can get confusing. I've seen girls who've got married who are bloggers or influencers. They got married and then I see their name pop up with their new Instagram handle. I'm like, who that? I'm like, I literally don't know who you are. <laughs> and then I, so it takes them like to like my photos for about like about 50 times for me to realise that, that it's just someone who's changed their name. So I do think it is important in that perspective. I think and it's also, a personal identity that you've grown up with a name for your entire and that, life. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to have to. I, yeah, I don't want to shed that. And also, I uh, I'm there's two like it's me and my sister. I have got a half brother. Don't really see him, so it's me and my sister. So there's no, there's no boys really in the family. So I don't know, like not in the traditional sense, I must carry on my father's name. It's not like that, but it's just, I don't know, like it's effort. You have to go to like the British consulate or something to like sign the shit. And I just, cut I just If if it happens, I won't. Oh god, there's more. There's more. Okay, one more. I just have a point to make about this. Okay. So I actually have changed my name once already in my life. So okay. I was born um, different name to my surname now, and. Um, my boyfriend's name is Smith. I mean, how boring. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. So we have actually spoken about it. Oh, there's a Smith so in the room. <laughs> 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 we've got 
like a Smith. And on that, and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry if you ramble too much. But no, you ramble. I don't ramble. I was ramble. 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 Ramble.